Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com beaconbaptist.com The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. In the final verses of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul is giving us what we might call a reality check. For us to discern, by looking in the mirror of God's Word, whether we are living in reality or whether we're living in delusion. And the truth of the matter is that most people have at least some significant delusional element to their thinking and therefore incorporated into their life and the way that they live their lives and respond to circumstances in their lives. There is a strong delusional element because people don't pay attention to what the Bible reveals to us. And the Bible is the source of all ultimate reality, and the Bible, therefore, is what tells us what is real and what is unreal, what is true and what is false, and we need to take a good reality check from the Bible so that, and what is the bigger picture of these closing verses of the chapter, so that we can live a worthwhile life upon the earth. We're talking about how to have a life well-lived. And you remember, to have a life well-lived, number one, we must have a well-grounded faith. That's verses 13 and 14. Number two, we must have a clear purpose for living. That's verse 15. And number three, we must have an understanding of reality And there are four elements in that, two of which we looked at yesterday and the last two of which we're going to look at today. So all of that to say welcome to the Beacon Broadcast on this Tuesday, November 22, and to say thank you for joining us, and many thanks, many thanks to those whose financial gifts keep us going, because without your financial help, we could not continue this radio ministry. Now... What are the four elements of reality that we need to understand? And the first one is the reality of bodily declension, and the second one is the reality of spiritual renewal. We looked at those yesterday. They're from verse 16. I read that again. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. That's the first reality, the reality of bodily declension. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet... The inward man is being renewed day by day. And that's the reality of spiritual renewal for Christians, for those who have been regenerated, for those who have the life of God within. 
They are being renewed day by day. Unbelievers, no. No. There's declension of both body and spirit in their case, but for the Christian, it's a wonderful reality that even though our bodies are declining, and oh, how they do, if you're young, this may not have gripped you yet, but you need to understand this. If you're going to live a, a life that is worthwhile, you need to take into account the fact that your bodily strength is going to decline no matter what you do. And I'm all in favor of doing things in a reasonable measure that will help you to maintain your physical strength and health as much as possible. I would advocate that you eat a good diet. I would advocate that you get to a good weight. I would advocate that you exercise as long as you don't make that the main focus of your life. I'm not talking about doing these things three or four hours a day, every day, like some people do. That's foolish. The Bible tells us that bodily exercise profits little, is the way the King James puts it, and that means it profits a little bit. It does help. But in the light of eternity, it's, it's not high, highly significant, not hugely significant, but it does profit. And people who take care of themselves physically are going to live a more what should I say, a more satisfying life and and probably a more productive life than people who don't. That's simple observation. We know that. We've observed that in ourselves and the people around us. We know people who, for whatever reason, some because they have allowed themselves to gain enormous amounts of excess weight and that just hinders them so much in what they're able to do. And on and on it goes. So, yes, take care of yourself by all means, but in spite of what you may do, in spite of how much exercise you engage in, in spite of how much healthy eating you do and how much unhealthy eating you reject, and some people take, all, take that to an extreme, as you know, but in spite of all of that, you're still going to decline. It's inevitable. That's reality. Don't live in a world of delusion. Don't live as if you can defeat death, defeat physical decline. You can't. Be real. The reality of bodily declension. Even though our outward man is perishing. Not, it's perishing if you're not taking care of yourself. It is perishing, even if you're taking tremendously good care of yourself. But... But there's also the reality of inward renewal. The inward man is being renewed day by day. And that's the part that counts the most. The body is going to decline. It's going to die. It'll be renewed gloriously at the day of resurrection when the Lord Jesus Christ returns and resurrects his people out of the graves, and they acquire this glorified body that will last for eternity. That's going to be a wonderful day. That's the ultimate renewal. That's the ultimate preservation and uh, improvement program. And it's God's, and it's in His hands and in His timing. And we can't get there except when the time comes for the Lord to return. We can't 
do anything to keep us out of the grave. We can't do anything to keep us out of the place of of difficult and and, um, sometimes seriously declining health. But all the while that that's going on, our spirit is being renewed, and we can contribute to that process by being faithful to intake Scripture, the necessary food. Man shall not live by bread alone, not even by healthy bread alone, <laughs> not even by vegetables and, and uh, the, the best health foods you can eat alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's talking about the renewal of the inward man. And as we take God's word in, and as we are faithful to spend time with the Lord in prayer, and as we are giving attention to the needs of our soul and to the development of our soul, we can accelerate the development of the inward man. For a true child of God, it is going to develop and increase by the work of God within us, even if we neglect it more than we should. But the Holy Spirit will prompt us to the things we need to do. But we can improve that more than, (laughs) we, we can do more to improve the inward man than we can to improve the outward man. A little things we can do to improve the outward man, which will only be beneficial for a few decades at the most, but what we contribute to the reality of spiritual renewal is going to last for all eternity. But then there is the reality of eternal glory, verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Now, when we take that reality into account, and remember, that's what we're talking about, living according to reality, not according to delusion, understanding what reality is and what is it. Number one, the reality of bodily declension. Number two, the reality of spiritual renewal. Number three, the reality of eternal glory, of eternal glory. And when we take that into account, that makes our afflictions seem light. Because we realize they are temporary. They are for a moment. Now, sometimes the moment seems rather long to us by earthly standards. But when we are with the Lord, we'll look back on that and say, that was nothing. Indeed, it was nothing. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment. But those light afflictions are doing what? They are securing for us eternal glory. Because, and here's what we must understand, the reality of eternal glory, because suffering is part of the transforming, restoring process of our soul. It is not the cause of the transforming, restoring process of our soul. That's the new birth. That's Jesus. That's the overall work of redemption that Christ secured for us upon the cross and the Holy Spirit works within us by regenerating us, quickening us to life in the first place, and then living within us and restoring us day by day. But though it's not the meritorious cause of transform, transformation and restoration, it is the procuring cause. 
God has designed that this spiritual renewal is going to take place by afflictions and suffering, which will prod us to prayer and to God's Word to seek answers, and will attack our pride and and cultivate humility, and the very things that bring about the transformation that will one day usher us into eternal glory. And so the reality of eternal glory is number three, and then what's number four? The reality of spiritual perceptions, verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We know that physical senses, the eyes and the other senses we have, can perceive only physical realities. But for the child of God, who has been given a spiritual capacity, spiritual senses can see spiritual realities. And spiritual realities are forever, whereas physical realities are very short-lived. And so we should look, that is, fasten our gaze upon, focus upon those things which are eternal. And this describes, therefore, those who benefit from trials and secure eternal glory. If you are living for the temporal, that is, the things that pertain to time, you're foolish. Because it's soon going to be gone. Everything that you poured into time will be gone forever. But if you live for that which is eternal, you are wise, because you are investing in that which will never go away, and you are experiencing a life well lived. Take these things to heart, and may they direct your life. Until tomorrow, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace.